0: What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills.
1: Yo, 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 what's good? What's good, Bills Mafia? Buffalo Fanatics back at it again. What's happening? Hope you guys are ready for another edition of rated rev brought to you by the buffalo fanatics network yo in case you didn't know by now i am your host mr rev himself you guys hop on in here with me man i'll tell you what i'm excited to be here with you guys today again wednesday night live this is how we do it i want to know where everybody is at so you guys let me know everybody in the chat right now let me know what's good man let me know where you watching from this is a roll call baby i need to know what's happening i need to know what's happening baby come on now i've got oh man yo the chat is already popping i mean i got chris here in the chat let's go buffalo i uh biggest IB al in the house wario and, and waluigi show time to rev it up boys you already know what's going on and that's my man uh Deion Dawkins would say, you already snowed the vibes, baby. Let's go let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Roz Lincoln in the house. Uh, who else we got, man? Who else we got? Heather Hathaway all the way up in here. Let's go, Rev. Kick this off, yo. You, you know that's how I... Don't you get me excited, Heather. Don't get me excited. Don't get me excited. It doesn't take much. <laughs> in case you guys haven't found out by now, it doesn't take Rev much to get revved up. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't take me much but at all. At all. Let's go. Let's go. Buffalo, New York. I got Red Pill in the house of Buffalo, New York. Dylan Dollarway from Ontario, Canada, baby. What's happening? Jason Miller. Waco, Texas. What is going on, my man? Yo, you guys let me know. Let me know. And I want to know if you all are ready for another week of Buffalo Bills talk. I don't know if you guys are ready for it. man. I, I don't know. I don't know. I got somebody from South Buffalo coming in, Chris from South Buffalo. Uh, did somebody say from, from, from Vegas? I don't know. I think I did. I may have missed it. But regardless of where you're watching, whether or not you're watching here live on YouTube or you're watching on Facebook, you're watching right here on Twitter, whatever the case may be, grace and peace to you, all of you, my brothers and sisters, this is Rated Rev. Brought to you by none other than the Buffalo Fanatics Network. You see the you see the banner behind me, right? You see the banner. It's it's the BF network, man. There's none. There is no better place to be right now. None. And if you want the best in Bills content, you better make sure you do just one thing. Smash that like, baby, and subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like, like us on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Follow us on Twitter. And also. Go to support.bf.com. Me, what am I doing? What am I doing? All this time, I ain't even got my brand. I ain't. There we go. I ain't even got my banner up. What's happening? I mean, somebody in the chat said, let me know what's happening. I ain't got my banner up. No wonder you guys can see. Look, supportbf.com. Supportbf.com. That's where you can find everything related to the Buffalo Fanatics. You want to follow us on all of our social media platforms? That is where you need to go to find out what's up. And also, in addition to that, if you have not downloaded the BF Network app, you need to download that mug right now. It is a free download, free app. You can get it on the Google Play Store. You can get it on the App Store if you get iPhone. You can find it for free. Download that app right now. You get access to all of the articles from our incredible contributors. You get, you get access to all of our, our, our live shows, our videos. You get merch, and you want to make sure you get that merch going on for the season, baby. You see the NB being we trust. You already know how it is, man. So this is how we're doing it. This is how we're doing it. Uh, Roz, all the way from Hamburg. What's happening, Roz? What's happening? Bills fan 1970, Maple Falls, Washington. It's ready for a Bills championship, no doubt, no doubt about it, I hope you guys are ready for the Bills championship, I hope you guys are ready for another fantastic, what is, what is setting up to be another fantastic Buffalo Bills season, another fantastic Buffalo Bills season, uh, there's a lot of hype going on right now in the Buffalo Bills, a lot of hype, A lot of pressure that's happening, right? There's a whole lot that's going on right now as it relates to the Buffalo Bills. Man,
0: could the stakes be any higher for this team right now? Huh? I mean, think about it. We've seen what happened last year, right? And the year previous,
1: the Buffalo Bills Couple of years ago made it all the way to the AFC Championship game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Just came out of nowhere, right? The Bills came out of nowhere. I don't think anybody was expecting the Bills to do what they did in 2020. In that season. First year they had Stephon Diggs. Excuse me. But the Bills exploded onto the scene, right? Went all the way to the AFC Championship game, lost a heartbreaker. But then the following year. A lot of people were wondering, yo, yo, is the are the Buffalo Bills for real, right? Is this team for real? Should we really take them serious? You know, we we, we you know we saw Josh Allen. We know Josh Allen, right? We know like Josh Allen is this inaccurate quarterback that says the naysayers, right, and all the haters. Josh Allen was this inaccurate quarterback, you know what I'm saying? But all of a sudden, in, in here here in 2020, he gets Stefan Diggs, and then, you know he plays better, he performs better, he explodes. We don't expect that to happen from Josh Allen again what happened (laughs) what happened you guys know what happened you saw it yourself the following year Josh Allen explodes onto the scene again has another fantastic career season another fantastic season with the Bills MVP caliber performance yet again two straight years by my man Josh Allen Buffalo Bills experienced some adversity in the season right we all know it We saw the adversity that the Bills faced. But then they finally got the the wagon, right? They got the wagon on the tracks, man. They started getting everything back. They got the groove back like Stella. And the Bills started doing some things. They went on a tear. And they got in the playoffs and just ripped heads off in the playoffs, right? You know what happened. And then all of a sudden we face our arch nemesis again, the Kansas City Chiefs in the division round playoffs had one of the best postseason games that you could ever watch, right? Uh, and we know how that ended. Another heartbreaker. But needless to say, that the taste that it left on the mouths of the national media and just the, just the fans of the National Football League in general was like, yo, these bills ain't nothing to play with. That's right, I said nothing. I said, ain't nothing to play with. Not, they aren't anything to play with. No, 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 no. You heard me right. They ain't nothing to play with. That's what happened when the Bills went toe-to-toe, blow for blow, with Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. They left people wanting more. Pallets were, were wet. They, the, the, the mouths were drooling. They wanted to see more Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Because I think that a lot of people knew that had the Bills won won that game against the Chiefs, they more than likely would have went all the way to the Super Bowl and quite possibly, quite possibly, would have beaten the Los Angeles Rams in LA,
0: hoisting up their first Lombardi trophy. But it didn't happen that way, right? It didn't happen that way. But needless to say, it still put
1: the Bills on the forefront of so many people's minds. It it put it on the forefront of everybody's minds to the degree to where right off the rip, as soon as the the Rams won the Super Bowl and we started getting to the offseason and talking about the football, the next football season, what happened? Expectations through the roof, right? People talking about the Buffalo Bills as the betting favorites, not just to go to the Super Bowl, but to win the Super Bowl. And that's how incredible of a performance the Buffalo Bills had at the end of, the last, of last year. That's the taste they left in people's mouths to where they just, they, they just want so much more to where they're like, you know what? The Buffalo Bills are the best team in the National Football League. Power rankings, ranking the
0: Buffalo Bills as number one. So much hype going into the offseason, right? And so much pressure. The pressure looking
1: down on
0: me, right? So much pressure. All that pressure coming.
1: And now we enter into a new season with even more pressure. If, if It's as if that wasn't enough, right? Just and out of this coming into the offseason, the Buffalo Bills and Brandon Bean, they just did a whole lot more. They just, like, poured gasoline into the fire, onto the pressure fire, right? By having another phenomenal, phenomenal offseason. We saw what happened in, the, in free agency. We got the big fish, Von Miller, right? But we added so much talent across the board. Revamped the entire defensive line. Like my man Wario in, in Waluigi show says, your Yo, D line is going to pressure Mahomes a lot. absolutely the way that 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 revamped defensive line is now yo i don't know how any quarterback right down the national football league that faces the buffalo bills is going to be able to have any time in the pocket whatsoever that defensive line is about to go on a tear added vaughn miller right added tim settle daquan jones brought back jordan phillips and Shaq lawson right you've got second year uh Young, budding defensive end and Greg Rousseau coming back. You've got Boogie Basham and AJ Eppins, and that's a coming back again. You've got so much that's going on. And that had and, and, and that, that's not even the draft. We're not even talking about the draft. Just in the offseason, just, just free agency, man. Like, like so. So so think about the the amount of talent that was
0: added to the team in, in the offseason. And then the offense, you got Jamison Crowder coming. You got O.J. Howard
1: coming. You got uh, uh, Duke Johnson coming, right? You've got Khalil Shakir, right? James Cook in the draft. You've got all of these people that the Buffalo Bills and Brandon Bean added to the team that is just increasing not just the talent on this roster, but increasing the pressure. And increasing the expectations that no doubt the Bills have on themselves, but that the rest of the National Football League has put on
0: the Bills. Which begs me to ask this question. Right? Which begs me to ask this question. And you already saw it in my thumbnail. But, yo, it's this. Can the Bills bounce back? Can the Buffalo Bills bounce back? And we're going to talk about that. We are going to talk
1: about that tonight, uh, no doubt. And I want to hear from all of you all in the comment section, in the chat. Let me know what's popping. But before we get into that, before we dive further into that, um, we have a game coming up again this weekend, baby. Aren't you excited for the preseason? Who is excited about the preseason? I don't know about you, but I'm excited because it gives us the opportunity to see a lot of young talent on, on this roster, right? I mean, the Buffalo Bills, I mean, f- f- first and foremost, the the, the offseason has been a long, it's been long, right? I have been waiting for this time, right? I've been waiting just for us to get past that division around loss, right? And to actually play some football. And then we can turn, you know, uh, the page of last year and enter into a new page, a new chapter in the Buffalo Bills. Um, uh franchise but you know what i'm saying so 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 i'm excited about the preseason i want to see all of these young guys i want to see everybody i want to see the kalusha kears i want to see the the Kyer elams you know what i'm saying of the world i want to see the young guys i want to see terrell bernard and, and the christian benfords and all these kind of players i want to see them because it's one thing to catch to take a look at them in 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 the offseason in the training camp but it's another thing for you to watch them in game action live game action against other teams which is what we got a chance to see last week against the Colts. And man, how many of you all right now enjoyed what you saw last week against the Colts out of your beloved Buffalo Bills? That was that was an incredible game. For a preseason game, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a preseason game. We expect it to kind of be, like, long and slow and boring and uh, snooze fest, right? That game especially in the fourth quarter, it turned out to be a very good game. When Matt Barkley and company came onto the field, that game was very good, very interesting, very entertaining. But it gave us a chance to see these young guys in action. We got a chance to see Khalil Shakir, who had a fantastic game, who, in my opinion, was, you know, I mean, if we're doing like preseason MVPs, you know what I'm saying, uh, of the game, to me, it, it, Khalil Shakir is up there, right? He had a fantastic game. Not to mention Christian Benford, right? Uh, Malin Spector had an incredible game. I was all over the place. Kyer Elam did good. These guys, these players, these rookies, I said it before, but these I'll say it again. These rookies ain't playing. These rookies ain't playing. They came with it. They came with it. And so now we're entering into game two of the preseason and we have a matchup against the Denver Broncos, baby. The Denver Broncos. And we got a man Dangerous coming to Buffalo. I don't know if he's playing or not. I don't know. Maybe too early in the week to, to find that out. But but regardless of the fact is, 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 is that they're going to have – it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. And I wonder what 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 the, uh, the Broncos are going to do, whether or not they're going to play some of their starters because they have a very talented, very talented team on both sides of the ball, very talented. That defense has a lot of dogs, man, a lot of dogs. And so the preseason, it really, it really, it gives us an opportunity to see these young guys. granted, we get the chance to see some of our starters too, but you know, by, by, by and large, we probably won't see too many of our starters. Maybe they increase the starter snap count here in, in preseason game number two. I'm not too sure, maybe we'll see, I mean, I I think we'll probably see more of it in, in, in uh, the, in game three, but needless to say, um, I think our after watching what they did last week against the Colts, against the Colts starters, Matt Ryan and and their starters for what the first half by uh you know by by if I'm not mistaken,
0: these young guys on our second team defense, yo, they held their own. Did they not? Did they not hold their own? That was a I mean they, they these guys showed up.
1: They showed up absolutely. I loved watching Christian Benford. And let me know. I want to know what you guys thought about it, man. Like, who was who was your star of the game last week? Who was your star of the game last week? Was it Christian Benford? He was one of mine. Was it Kilun Shakir? Was it Kyrie Elam? These guys locking up Alec Pearson and, 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 uh, and, and shutting down Matt Ryan. Who was it? Was it Zach Moss? I heard. You know, I. You know, unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch the the most of the of the first uh, quarter. So I came in the tail end of the game uh, of the first quarter, where most of those guys were already sitting on the bench. I heard Zach Moss had a good game. You know what I'm saying? So, who was it? Who 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 was the star of the game last week? And who are you most looking forward to seeing this coming week? Let me know who you guys want to see. Um, whether or not you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, let me know. I want to know who who, who you guys want to see. I mean, uh, you know, Bullish Bill, La Bill comes in and says, Tim Settle, yo, did you guys see? There was a clip. I can't remember who put it out. Yo, but did you guys see Tim Settle just completely abuse? I mean, he just totally abused Quentin Nelson. Did you guys see that clip? Oh, my gosh. I didn't watch like I said I missed him playing live but when I caught the replay and I saw that I saw those clips yo we're talking about an all pro guard in Quentin Nelson and he just got bulldozed like 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 it was nobody's business my man Tim settled yo if Matt Ryan hadn't had not have, you know, gotten the ball off when he did. Yo, Quentin Nelson was going on, <coughs> he was going on a second wave of bull rush and was about to be right in the lap of Matt Ryan. Tim Settle is a freaking dog. An absolute dog. Thank you, Washington Commanders. Thank you, Washington Commanders, for letting that man go. I get it. You guys have first round picks all across the defensive line. So, I mean, it was he was expendable. I get it. But Tim Settle is nasty, nasty. That guy, yo, I I, yo, I am excited not only to see him throughout, throughout the rest of preseason, I want to see this guy in the regular season. Golly, that dude was, was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Daquan Jones is another guy. He's another guy, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing too. I want to know, I, I mean, I want to see how we hold up in, in, the, in the run game. Um, I don't know if the Broncos are going to be playing the starters, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know if if uh, Gordon, Melvin Gordon and uh, uh, what's his name? Williams? Javante Williams is going to play this game. I don't know because that's, I mean, that's a, that's a one-two punch right there. And so there there is so much to look forward to, right? So much to look forward to. Um, I've got my man coming in here. Um, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? I saw it. Oh, yo. yo all right, here he is. Yo, Domo Arverson, yo, what's good, Rev? Yo, Davis will have over 10 tighties this year. Take that to the bank. Is that an all my mama take, Domo? Huh? All my mama? Davis will have over 10 tighties this year? I, I agree with you, baby. I agree with you, man. I am so high on Gabe Davis. So incredible. You guys already know, right? You guys know my my, like, my man crush on Gabe Davis. I think this guy is going to absolutely explode this year. I mean, explode. It's like the, the writing was already on the wall. You've already seen the production out of Gabe Davis, though it's in limited opportunities, right? Because for his first two years in a season, I mean, in, in the National Football League, he's been playing third fiddle, right? To to uh, Cole Beasley and John Brown, right? And then last year to Steph Diggs, uh, Cole Beasley, and Emmanuel Sanders, you know what i'm saying but now he's expected to get an increased role by being the number 2 wide receiver on this squad but even though he's he hadn't had a ton of production over the over the last couple of years the production that he has had has been nothing to shy away from nothing to to to
0: overlook right the man averages over Fifteen yards per reception in both
1: years. Fifteen yards per reception. You talk about a deep threat. There, there you go. Right there, you got Gabe Davis who can stretch the field, and then now you add in weak, I mean, you add in uh, um, um, an increased target share, likely uh, very high likelihood of that by being the number two. I think what did he have last year? I think last year his. Let me let me let me look it up because I think Gabe Davis last year was. Was averaging, I think he had like 35 receptions. I think that's kind of like his his average over the over the past couple of years. It's been around, yeah. He's he's hovered 35 receptions both years actually. So I'm looking I'm looking for Gabe Davis to double that. I'm looking for him to double that easily. You know what I'm saying? Like like I absolutely think that he's going to double those targets because there's going to be a lot of targets that's going to be vacated from from Cole Beasley, right? target's going to be vacated from from uh, Emmanuel Sanders and so granted there's there's a lot of mouths to feed but you know uh Josh Allen you know he he likes his his guys he likes the guys that he can rely on Diggs we already know he's going to get his targets that's that, that's going to leave Gabe Davis wide open right I mean you've got a little dirty Isaiah McKenzie who's right now in a, in a battle with um Jamison Crowder we don't know how that target share is going to go I doubt that 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 the both of them are gonna get what Cole Beasley had, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not. So I, I don't think that 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 he that uh, that that Isaiah McKenzie and Jamison Crowder are gonna have huge target shares. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I think the vast majority of those those targets that were vacated by Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders are gonna go to Gabe Davis, right? I think he's number two in the progression. Right. I mean, when Josh Allen sees Diggs and he digs, maybe double covered because make no mistake about it, teams are not going to leave Diggs one on one. they be foolish to do that. Maybe foolish, absolute foolish. Right. But when they see coverage going heavy towards Diggs, best believe Josh Allen, boom. Number two, he's looking for a man, Gabe Davis, who, <laughs> by the way, this offseason has just put in tons of work this off season hitting the jug machine like we already know the man has hands like he's got stick them you know what i'm saying uh but he put on a lot of weight added a lot of weight to his frame got a lot bigger a lot stronger and still is able to maintain his speed but his strength is like oh my gosh he's 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 bodying dudes and, and you know and in and, uh in uh, and, and camping and practice man he's bodying guys he, he's just he's that is what he does man he's boxing guys out he's too strong 6'3, pushing 230. The guy Gabe Davis is gonna explode. He's gonna have a fantastic year. Fantastic season. My man, Steve Katachi, if I'm not mistaken. If I, if I say that correctly, Steve, forgive me if I, if I completely put you your last name. I think McKenzie will explode this year. That's very that's, that's quite possible, man. I mean, he's looked good so far in camp, right? He's looked good in camp. Um, hopefully we get we get a chance to see more of him in, in preseason. And so we'll look forward to seeing that. Um, it's no doubt I think McKenzie can do it. We saw what he did, though, in and very limited action um last year, especially against the, uh, the the New England Patriots, which is where a lot of these people uh, you know have 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 kind of put their hopes on it. You know what I'm saying? When they looked at what he did in New England uh against the Patriots. And so, and then um, you couple that with, with what he has done so far in training camp, you know, it's 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 you know, the, the, it's, it's, it's to be expected, right? Like the hype for, for, for McKenzie is not overblown. It's not overshadowed. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate that, man. I try my best to make sure I, you know, I, I pronounce it correctly. And so, yeah, I definitely think that, that Isaiah McKenzie is going to have a good year. I, I think uh, sky's the limit for him, man. I think sky's the limit. But don't sleep. Don't you sleep on Jameson Crowder. Because my man is healthy now. He's getting healthy. And Jameson Crowder has been a very good wide receiver throughout his career. And a lot of a lot of people, they just don't really know a whole lot about him because he hasn't been playing he with with anybody. Right? The quarterbacks that Jamison Crowder have have has played with have been just so bad. So bad. And so when you when you when you think of Jamison Crowder, you don't really think of him as as a as a very good slot wide receiver. Right? Because he's been buried you know beneath bad teams. But Jamison Crowder is a very good receiver. Very, very good wide receiver. Very good wide receiver. So so I think that yo, Isaiah McKenzie better watch his back because Crowder's coming for him. And not only is, is is Crowder coming for him, but then you then then you couple that with my man Khalil Shakir. So Khalil Shakir coming out rookie looking like does he look like a rookie to you? I don't know, man, not to me. You know what I'm saying? Not to me. This guy does not look like a rookie at all. He has been, he's come into, into, you know, the Bills, um this off season, man. And he's just looked like a, like a, like a young vet, you know what I'm saying? Like from his work ethic to the way he, 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 uh, he carries himself, the way he performs on the field. Like he's just been performing. And so Khalil Shakir is another guy that we got to look out for. Um, I, I definitely think that he is going to be the future, but you know, as I mentioned, there, there's just so much that we can look at, right? So much that we can look forward to in the preseason. We got these young guys coming up. And that leads me to that leads me to a battle on the field, man. There's been a battle on the field. In case you guys did not know, there is a battle on the field, and that is at the cornerback position. That is at the cornerback position. Um, I don't know if you guys were able to catch what um,
0: what Leslie Frazier said. Leslie Frazier was, he had a press conference.
1: And they asked him, they asked him this, they, they you know, uh, uh, I can't remember the, re- the name of the reporter who asked him this question, but essentially they, they, they were talking about how Dane Jackson, right? Dane Jackson didn't play. How Dane Jackson did not play uh, uh, last year. I mean, not last year. How he did not play um, last game. Why am I continuing to fail to put my banner up? Good night. Anyway, <laughs> golly. Anyway, so so they they as they were talking about how how Dane Jackson uh, didn't play last you know, you know what I'm saying uh, last week against the Colts and whether or not you know you know is there something that, that we can look into that you know can we look into that is there is there a reason why Dane hasn't been playing didn't play last week is he. Being outperformed by some of the rookies. I mean, you know what's going on, Leslie. What's what's happening? Clear the air. You know what I'm saying. And so, what 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 Leslie essentially said was, um, they've seen all they need to see out of Dane Jackson. <laughs> essentially, they're like, Yo, we know who Dane Jackson is. We know who Dane Jackson is, right? We know who he is. We know what he brings to the table. They um, said he's a vet, um, though his though his experience is 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 limited. He they, they've seen enough out of him to where they they have a good feel for what Dan Jackson can bring to the table in the defense. And what he flat out said was this: they, they asked him, Yo, you know, uh, and so, so, um, is he ahead of the other guys? Like, like, where does he so? Like, like, they, they then they followed up and said, Yo, so in terms of competition though, Leslie, like, where does that place Dane Jackson? Like, where does that place him? And and, and Leslie Frazier said, Yo, Dane Jackson right now is. He's leading the rookies. He is leading the rookies. So, so yeah, yeah, Steve, you're right. Dane Jackson right now is a lock. He's a lock to start, right? He's a lock to start to open the season. Now, when Trey comes back, that's a different story. But as far as opening the season until Trey gets back, Dane Jackson, um, by all accounts, right now is a lock to start. And so now the cornerback position now then becomes Elam versus Christian Benford right that's where the competition comes at it's now Kyer elam versus christian benford and leslie frazier was talking about that too because they're asking him. they're like yo so so like like um it talks to us about these about these rookies you know what i'm saying like what is it that you want to see and 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 essentially what what leslie was saying was he was like yo we want to see more out of these young guys you know what i'm saying we 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 want to 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 uh get as much from them as possible. You want to see as much from from them as possible in order for us to make the right decision going forward. Right? So, so they already, they are, they've already seen what they need to see out of Dane Jackson, Mark him a lock to start. So now it's, it's Kyrie Elam and Christian Benford. Now who would have, who would have thought that our first round rookie draft pick Kyrie Elam would be in a competition right now against a guy named Christian Benford who was he drafted? Was Christian Binford drafted? You guys let me know. Forgive me for not, for not for not knowing that off the cuff. But regardless of whether or not he was drafted or whether he was a six-round draft pick or or undrafted, the fact of the matter re- remains that, you know, how is Kyer Elam <laughs> in a competition with that guy? One should ex should expect thanks, Big
0: baller Bing. yes, yeah, six round draft pick. Okay, I appreciate that. One should should already. Expect Kyrie Elam to start. But that's not the case. Right now he is he is
1: locked up in a competition. And rightfully so. When you look at what Christian Benford did, we've already, you know what I'm saying? So so we've we've heard we've heard the reports right coming out of training camp about Christian Benford. Taking first team reps, and a lot of people were like, and myself too, we're like, "Yo, Christian Benford, what? Taking first team reps? Say that again, what?" And and then we got a chance to see him in game action last week, and oh my gosh, did this guy look like he belonged on the field or what? Right, like Christian Benford looked, he looked like a starter. From my naked, untrained eyes, unprofessional eyes, I'm sitting here looking at Christian Benford. I'm like, yo, who's 47? 47? That dude needs to start. He needs to be on the field. He looks and he looks big. He's a big guy. I think he's six foot, right? Two bill, 200 pounds. He's a bigger cornerback, but he actually looks bigger on the field, locking guys up. I mean, I think I think they had him locked up against. Uh, The Colts starting wide receiver in Alec Pierce
0: locked the guy up. Completely locked him up. I was like, oh my gosh, this dude looks phenomenal.
1: Now, granted, it's a preseason game. They're not really game planning, but it was still against the starters. It was still Matt Ryan starting, throwing the ball, right? Matt Ryan is no slouch of a quarterback, right? He's a very good vet quarterback, Super Bowl quarterback, right? And then and then uh Alec Pierce is a as a rookie guy. You know what I'm saying? Looking good coming out of Texas Tech. But then also um uh Michael Pittman. Now, I, I can't remember if Benford was on Pittman or if that was Kyer Elam, but regardless, the fact is, is that 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 Christian Benford looked very good. Very good in-game action against uh the the Indianapolis Colts. And so now. It's like, to me, it's like, now, yo, I want to see more out of him. I want to see more. You've got him going against Kyrie Elam. I expect Kyrie Elam to win that job. There's, there's no way, there's no way I, I see Kyrie Elam not winning that If you're first-round draft pick and you're going to lose to a, the guy who's drafted in the sixth or seventh round, come on now, right? You know what I'm saying? But but at the end of the day, I think this can give us hope, right, Bills Mafia, right? This this gives us hope in knowing that, first of all, Brandon Bean is a fantastic general manager, Right. He knows what he's doing. This guy, I mean, he, can, he just finds studs, man. He just finds studs, diamonds in the rough. You know what I'm saying? Guys who other teams aren't really looking at. This Christian Benford guy. And he comes on the field and looks like a starter. And then on top of that, if that's not enough, um, there was, a, re- there was a, a report out that, um, and I'm trying to remember who it was who, who reported it, but they were saying that at the game or after the game, um that they were being hit up by by other GMs asking if they thought that Christian Benford was gonna make the team or not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's how you know you drafted well when you've got other GMs scouting your sixth and seventh round picks, you know, like hoping that they get hoping that they can just just, 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 just catch some 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 apples that fall off the tree. You know what I'm saying? Like that, yes, Charlie, you're absolutely right. The kid belongs on the field, man. He belongs
0: on the field. That guy looked incredible, right? But what else it gives us hope into uh,
1: is, is that it gives us hope into in, into knowing that we have quality depth at
0: the cornerback position. Quality depth at the cornerback position, right? We know how much we're going to need help with the absence of Trey.
1: We don't know if he's going to be back um, week one. In all likelihood, he won't. He may be out a couple of weeks, a uh, few weeks. We don't know, okay? We we really just, just don't know. Um, everything that, that we think we know is just speculation. We have no idea. But we want Trey to come back fully healthy. I don't want him coming back too soon, right? We want him fully healthy as an all-pro think We, we got to have him fully healthy for the year, okay? But it gives us hope and you know saying that, that that we have first of all we got we got a guy like Dane Jackson who the coaching staff is already sold on, right? They they've seen enough they know Dane Jackson is good. But then you've got a, a, a first round draft pick, Kyrie Elam, right, that you have that you have high hopes in, right? But then you've got a guy like Christian Benford who's showing up in camp and in a dogfight against your first round draft pick. You know what I'm saying? Not to mention we guys got like like Cam Lewis, right? So so the depth at the cornerback position is looking pretty good now especially with Trey White out. And then once Trey gets healthy, oh man. Oh, I I I think Mafia you guys let me know maybe maybe I'm, maybe I'm you know what I'm saying drinking too much of the Kool-Aid but I think that we could possibly have two locked down cornerbacks cuz we know that Trey White We know Trey shuts down half the field. We know that's what he does. He doesn't travel. He shuts down half the field. So a lot of attention is going to the other side. Dane Jackson's side, or is it going to be Kyler Elam or Christian Benford? No matter what, I think that we can can be all right. You know what I'm saying? We're We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. And then with our, our all-pro safeties, oh man, it is going to be so good. So good. So yo, uh, yo, yeah, I mean, I, who who's not pumped up, man? Who's not pumped up about Kyrie Elam and Christian Benford? You know, I want to see I want to see more more of that. And you know what I'm saying? And as we look ahead to, to to Saturday's matchup against the Broncos, um again, like I mentioned, I'm not too sure if their starters are going to be playing, but they've got some dogs at the wide receiver position. Right. They've got some guys. Granted, I think Cortland Sutton got injured. So I think he's out for the year. Right. Um, but they do have a man from Alabama. What's his name? Judy. Jerry Judy. Right. Is Jerry Judy playing? Is he hurt or is he playing? Somebody let me know. I don't know why I'm thinking that he that, that, that he got injured, but I don't know. Um, but anyway, so they got him. Um, they, they lost. They lost Cortland Sutton, I think. So. So that's going to that's going to hurt them. It's going to hurt the depth. But I want to see the, because these are these are I think the I mean Jerry Jude is a very good wide receiver, very good wide receiver number one, right? So you want to see your young guys going up against more of this kind of young talent because when <laughs> week one is around the corner, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> week one is just around the corner. And you want to make sure our corners are ready because we got Cooper Cup, Triple Crown winner last year, right? Super Bowl MVP, and they got Allen Robinson. Man, they've got talent, man. And so you want, so you want your, our guys uh, to get as much practice with other top dog wide receivers as possible. Uh, my man Jacques comes in, you he says, yo, cornerback wealth. When is the last time we've actually been able to say that too, right? It's been a while, right, since we've actually had that type of depth. We got scared. Like, if any guy got injured, you know what I'm doing? Like, oh, my gosh. If Trey misses a game, oh, my gosh, you know, because we got Levi Wallace on the other side, who was an admirable cornerback, right? But he he was sus, right? He was suspect. We always had to have safety help. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh He always had to have safety help over the top because the dude was always getting burnt, always getting beat off the line, getting abused off the line of scrimmage, and then just getting burnt down the field. So he needed help. We saw what happened, you know what I'm saying, against the New England Patriots when man Michael Hyde had a had to come through, you know what I'm saying, to save the day with that incredible interception. But my man, that was on Levi Wallace and he got burnt. That was a would be touchdown had it not been for Micah Hyde. But nevertheless, we now can say that our depth, now the quality of our depth is looking very good. But not just at the cornerback position though, but our depth at the corner, but our depth. Is looking very good as my man Jason Miller comes in and says with the super chat depth all over the defense. Yo, Jason, I could not agree with you anymore, man. We have so much depth
0: all across the defense. And let's take a look at the safety position since we're on the since we're on the secondary. Let's just go, let's go back. We've got my man Jaquan Johnson, who's who's been looking very good, right? DeMar Hamlin looking very good, looking very good. And then we got Jordan Porter, right, who's, who's, you know,
1: looking for a contract, right? He's injured right now. But when uh, we saw him against, when we saw Jaquan Johnson last week against the Colts, my man, look, yo, he looked, <laughs> didn't look like we missed the beat, did it? Now, granted, I understand, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is preseason, I get it. But it didn't. It, it did not look like we missed a beat at all. You know what I'm saying? At all, uh, yo. Uh, thanks for correcting me. Yeah. So uh, it was okay. I see here. Yeah, I think it was. It, so I, I thought it was Cortland Sutton. Dumo says, "Yo, is, uh, Sutton's healthy." Uh, I think you're referring to Tim Harris. Okay, you might be right. You might be right. You may be right. So if Sutton is healthy, then that's just another guy, man. Because Sutton is a is a he's a big he's a big wide receiver for the Denver Broncos. But um, needless to say, uh, I think man that that this depth. So we've got depth at the quarterback position. We got depth at at, at the safety position. Linebacker depth now is looking a whole lot better, right? Because when we saw years past, we didn't have it. If Tremaine Edmonds or or Matt Milano went out, who did we have? I mean, we had A.J. Klein trying to step in, right? Um, but. It just wasn't that good, but now we've got Terrell Bernard, a rookie out of Baylor, coming in looking like yo, know, this guy looks very good. You know what I'm saying? So when he played last week, man, my man. You know what I'm saying with the with the with the with the fumble recovery for a touchdown. You know, so granted he did look like he looked a little slow. I think he ran out of gas. My man ran out of gas, got winded, but he still made it to the end zone. You know what I'm saying? For the touchdown. But he, he was all over the field. He was all over the field. And another guy who was all over the field was my man Spectre. That guy was all over the field at linebacker. So now you've got Baylin Specter and Terrell Bernard looking very good. So now we like, yo, if, if Jermaine Edmonds or Matt Milano goes down, man, plug one of those guys in plug one of those guys in. Not to mention, we still got uh, Andre Smith, you know what I'm saying, and other guys, but I think John, oh, Andre's going to be out. So our depth is looking even better at the linebacker position. And then now we move up to the defensive line. And how deep do we go across the defensive line? Let's just, let's just count it up, right? So starters, we got Greg Rousseau, right? Daquan Jones, uh, 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 Ed Oliver, Vaughn Miller, right? Tim Settle, uh, uh, My man, uh, 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 Jordan Phillips,
0: A.J. Epinesa, Boogie Basham, Shaq Lawson. That's 10 already. That's 10. Yo, the depth across the defensive line, we have got, we have got
1: waves of pass rush, right? And our second team D-line can likely start on another team. That's how that's how loaded we are, man.
0: That is how loaded we are. So no. Bill's Mafia. Fanatics. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I'm trying, like,
1: I'm trying to temper my expectations, you know what I'm saying? But yo, this defensive line, this defensive line can look extremely dominant. Is it possible, man? I about almost slammed the table cuz I'm got I just got revved up for a second. Is it possible that the number 1 defense from last year can get better
0: even if we don't rank number 1? That's a question. You guys let me know what you think about that. Is it possible is it possible that the number one defense
1: the number one defense from last year can get even better this year even if we don't rank number one overall? I think it's quite possible, right? Because just just I mean just from a roster standpoint on the defensive side of the ball, the roster, the defensive roster, the depth looks so much better to me so much better to me right grant we're getting our safeties back right but the depth behind them looks good cornerback we had trey white he's injured but he's gonna come back we had dane jackson but man we drafted Kyer elam got him looks very good got christian benford looks very good right teron johnson we already know how good teron johnson is one of the top nickel cornerbacks in the national football league right Depth beyond depth. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Saran Neal, Cam Lewis, all those guys looking very good. Linebacker position. Tremaine Edmonds, Matt Milano, very good linebackers. Uh, Pro Bowl linebacker and Tremaine Edmonds in a contract season this year. You think he's not going to play for some money? You think he ain't going to play for another contract? Got another thing coming. Tremaine Edmonds, as hard as I've been on him, I think he's going to have an extraordinary year this year. But then you look at the depth across that, right? We've already talked about Terrell Bernard, Balen Spector, right? Then we go to the D-line. We are 10 deep. So just, just at the D- yo, this defense is going to be killers. They're going to be killers, man.
0: Golly.
1: Yo, I just, got, I just got excited thinking about that. Our second team defense was shutting down the first team offense of the Colts last, last week. Grant, I know, I know. Rev, Rev, yo, pump the brakes. Rev, it was just preseason. I get it. I know, man. But still, you I mean, you want to look at the competition, and you want to see, like, like there's a competition drop off. Like, there's a, there's a talent drop off. And when the second-team defense was going up against the first-string uh, offense of the Colts, they did not skip a beat. They shut them down. They looked very good, very good. So, yo, yeah, I'm going to get excited, man. Yeah, I'm going to get excited about it. Yo, uh, so M comes in with a super chat. Appreciate you, Am. But yo, hey, listen. You can add a comment to that. You can add a comment to that. So I'm not too sure what you wanted to say, but go ahead and drop your comment. But yeah, bullish, yo, yo. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Spencer, man. What, so what, what's up? What's up, i will talking about Spencer Brown. Are you talking about Spencer Brown? Don't tell me Spencer Brown
0: is is hurt, man. Wait, what's up again? No way. What happened? What somebody tell me what happened to Spencer Brown?
1: Somebody tell me what happened. Did it just happen or did I miss it? Anyway, you guys let me know what happened. Okay. Uh, man, that that dang, I almost lost my lost, lost my train of thought right there. Uh, anyway, defense looks very good. Okay. Defense looks very good. And so I so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about the defensive side of the ball at all. I think the defense is going to be even better. Even better. But as we uh move on in tonight's show and just Shout out, quick shout out, man. All of you guys watching right now, watching your boy live in the chat, I've got over 100, about 150 live right now going on. Yo, salute to you guys, but do me this favor. Smash that like button right now. Just go ahead and smash it. Smash that like button and uh, uh, let me know in the chat too, in the comments, wherever you watch, how excited you are about the buffalo bills this year uh somebody said spence is okay just recovering from back all right is that it so so like did he have another injury or is it this is is the same injury that he had recovering from surgery okay all right good okay just agitated okay man well look uh it's a good thing that we've got depth because it looks like right now spencer brown probably ain't gonna be ready for week one i don't know I can't, I'm, not, I'm not gonna make assumptions, but you know what I'm saying he hasn't he hasn't been he hasn't been you know quite right all off season, right? but the good news is we've got my man, uh David Questenberry, who has been spelling him at right tackle and even at guard. And so I'm not worried about that right now. Spencer Brown just needs to get healthy, but Questenberry is is more than capable um to to hold down the fort until spencer brown gets gets healthy, gets fully healthy. That offensive line is going to look very nice, too, once everybody gets healthy. But my man, David Questenberry, is a very good guy, right? And then we've got Rick Bates, Mitch Morse, Roger Saffold, Deion Dawkins. O-line is going to be very good, man. Very good. So in transition to the main topic of the show, um, I bet you guys have been wondering, like, what the heck is Rev talking about when he says, yo, can the Bills bounce back? Can the Bills bounce back? Well, you see the picture of Josh Allen, right? Right? Just in heartbreaking defeat after the loss to the Kansas City Chiefs last year in the division round of the playoffs. So, my question now is can the Bills bounce back? There's a lot of pressure on this team. I said it at the top of the show. There's a lot of hype, there's a lot of expectations, there's a lot of pressure, tons of pressure for the Bills to perform at an elite level, elite level. You see, listen at this fanatics and Bills uh, Mafia. Look, gone are the days, long gone are the days when we were just trying to hope that we could, you know what I'm saying? like, Like maybe we could be in the running, in the hunt, right? To be in the playoffs at the end of the year. Maybe we're in the hunt. Long gone are those days. And then long gone are the days when, when Sean McDermott came in and, you know, we were just like, we, we were rebuilding, rebuilding, trying to just rebuild and be and be playoff caliber. Sean McDermott, Brandon Bean and his entire staff has put together one of, if not the best, all-around rosters and teams in the National Football League. Hands down. One of the best, okay? One of the best. You know, man, RJ says, yo, good old Tyrod days. (laughs) Yeah, man. Man, it was long. It seemed seemed like they were forever ago, right? So they put together an extraordinary team. They've built it the right way. Draft. They've been just been drafting and grooming and coaching their guys and then adding free agents and all that kind of stuff. And so so now we're at the place now to where We're not just trying to make the playoffs. We're expected to win, to make the playoffs. We're not just trying to win the division. We're expected to win the division. We're not just trying to make a, you know, a long playoff run and hopefully, you know, we can win one playoff game and we'll be good. No, we're expected to win multiple playoff games. We are now expected to be
0: in the AFC Championship game. We are now expected, now this year, to make it all the way to the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> but if that wasn't enough, we're expected to win the Super Bowl. So the pressure is on, ladies and gentlemen. The pressure is on Brandon Bean, right? You don't think he felt the pressure after that, after that loss to improve his team, improve the roster of his team and get better by all
0: means necessary? You don't think Sean McDermott felt any pressure Especially from a coaching standpoint,
1: knowing how much the, the entire coaching staff, and I'm putting it on Sean McDermott, though, just let the entire team down in that game. Pressure.
0: Because many would say, yo, man, that window was right there. That, 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 was, that was it. That was our time. But can we go back? Can this team make it back? You're right,
1: Donut Bob. Yeah, we're finally respected. Absolutely. It was it, it was one thing when we went to the playoffs, you know, we made the, the wild card playoffs, you know what I'm saying, against the Houston Texans
0: and got, you know, embarrassed. It's another thing for us to all of a sudden in 2020 just it
1: go out of nowhere, just go all the way to the AFC championship game. Like people are like, what? What, what the Bills? What is it? What is this? 13-3 record. Obliterating people, Josh Allen, MVP uh season. And many people were like, yo, that's just an aberration. There's no way they can they can go back. There's no way they, they can do that again. It's just not possible. They did it again last year with some adversity, no doubt, even though they had a much weaker schedule. But they made it back. Not to the championship game, obviously. Division around, one game shy of it. But still, nonetheless, they 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 got it back. They made it, they made a playoff run. So there, there's expectations for this team that are out the roof,
0: man. These Bills are expected to be great. Expected to do it. And as Bills fans, we can't shy away from
1: that. You know what I'm saying? We can't shy away from I got to catch myself sometimes. I'm like, yo, I love it. Be, I like it best when the Bills are kind of, you know, the underdog, when nobody's talking about the Bills. That's that losing mentality, right? That's that, that's that 20 years of just being a loser. Right. And we just want the Bills just to kind of fly under the radar. You know what I'm saying? And
0: sneak up on some folks. That's not going to happen anymore, ladies and gentlemen. The spotlight is on the Bills and it's turned up. The
1: spotlight is on us and we have to embrace it. We have to, we have to know how to live with that. Right. Winning teams. Right. We have a winning team. Now we got to be a winning fan base. Man, I said a thing. We've got to be a winning fan base. We've got to know how to handle winning and expect us to win, expect us to be great while being humble at the same time. You know what I'm saying? And so we have to embrace these expectations, the lofty expectations, but we have to embrace them nonetheless. Right. And another thing we have to embrace is M coming through with another super chat. Yo, there you go, M. You'll like the Elon pick, but Benford is a dog. Play him. I agree. Benford is it? I mean, he has shown he he showed us like, yo, this guy is. He looks like he's nothing to play with. Nothing to play with. Uh, we'll see what happens. We we're gonna see what happens. Uh, whenever when 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 it boils down to it, man, you know what I'm saying? When when the when week one comes around, we're gonna see what happens. We know Dane Jackson. Is it possible that Dane Jackson could get outplayed? And even though uh, Leslie Frazier today said that he's a lock, <laughs> could the two rookies just continue just to to, to perform and perform and and if Dane Jackson gets in one game and kind of has a, has a poo-poo game, could the rookies, like, like take over and start week one? I don't know. I don't know. That's just a thought I had, random thought. But uh, as I was saying, so we have to get used to these expectations, right? But, yo, the Bills, yo, the, last year, that was such a tough loss, such a tough loss. And you wonder, it kind of makes you wonder, right, like, like, do they have what it takes to get back? And what is, what is it, like, what is required? Like, what does it take for teams to kind of, you know what I'm saying, who've had losses in the playoffs like that? Heartbreakers. Heartbreaking defeats. But back-to-back heartbreaking defeats against the same doggone team. The team that, that we just can't seem to get past in the playoffs. You know, beat them in the regular season last year finally. But in the playoffs, we just can't
0: seem to get by them. So, what does it take? What are some characteristics of a team? Huh? Man, first of all, I I think
1: in order for this team to get back, to bounce back to their winning ways, to bounce back to where they start the season on fire, no more of this lollygagging around, right, like they did last year. No more of this...
0: Just, just just, bad performances that just look like so beneath the team that we expect, right? No more of this. This year, the Bills cannot do that. The Bills cannot afford this year to lollygag around,
1: to take a few games off. That's not, not saying that they did last year, but just to kind of, you know, yawn their way through some teams. We can't do it. We do that in the first – because the first week of the season – We do that in the first week of the season, it's likely a wrap. You know what I'm saying? Because the AFC has gotten a lot more competitive. But the first first half of the season is a gauntlet. We better come out of there over 500. Because then once we get out of that after the bye, then it kind of gets a little bit easier for us. But that first, look, we better come with it. It's important. Right. So what does it take? So now we see the Bills and we see them having to kind of get that mindset right back. You know what I'm saying? That winning mindset, that attitude, that winning attitude of, of trying to let go of what happened last year and embracing the, the the pressure, embracing the expectations. Because they can say all they want to say right in front of the, cam- in front of the cameras, right? Oh, you know, we're just going to take it one game at a time. And you know what I'm saying? We're just, you know, looking forward to the next game on the schedule and blah, blah, blah. blah. Garbage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Garbage. You know what they're you know they're thinking about it. You know they are. You know they've thought about it. They probably got banners in the in the in the locker room, all that kind of stuff. They're thinking about it. This season has a lot of pressure, a lot of high, a lot of expectations for them as well. Josh Allen in the squad, Stephon Diggs in the squad, these younger guys coming back again. A lot of these vets that are coming back. High expectations for Von Miller coming back. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to win another championship. When his third Super Bowl with his third team. There's a lot of expectations, man. And this team is, is trying to get back to that performance, to get back to that position. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? RJ comes in with the super chat. RJ, appreciate that so very much, man. Yo, so, so RJ asked this question. He's a Rep, give us your hottest take for the Bills this year, man.
0: All oh, right, man. You going to put me on blast like that, RJ? Huh? Okay. My hottest take... Ah, my
1: hottest take. Is this gonna be an all my mama take? I'm not ready for an all my mama take. I'm a, let me see.
0: My hottest take for the Bills this year. All right. Here it is. My hot take for the year for the Buffalo Bills this season. It's not gonna be record based. You ready for it? The Buffalo Bills. And this year are going to go on an absolute tear, terrorizing every every
1: team that crosses their path. Am I saying they're going to go 2-0? Am I going to say that? But what I am going to say is this. The Buffalo Bills are going to finally secure the number one seed in the AFC. There it is, baby. They're going to they're gonna do it. The Bills are going to secure the number one seed in the AFC. That's what they've been building to, right? That's what Brandon Bean has been building to. He's always been saying it. The past couple of years, you we need to get the one seed and have the playoffs run
0: through Buffalo. We need it. We didn't get it a couple of years ago. We had to go through the Kansas City Chiefs. We didn't get it last year.
1: Though we're probably like one regular season game, uh, one win away from securing the number one seed. We didn't get it. That's the goal. Secure the number one seed. Win the East, which I think we're going to do. Easily and go on an absolute terror, terrorizing teams, and secure the number one seed. That's what I expect. That's what I think is gonna happen. I think the Bills are gonna be out for blood this year, man. Does anybody feel that? I think that I think they are. <laughs> I don't time, yo. And that's on his grandmama. <laughs> yeah, man, that's it is, no doubt, no doubt. But uh, yeah, I, yo, I, I really do, man. I I think, I think that the Bills are gonna be out for blood. You wa- watch how they come out. You'll see it. You'll see it week one, as they kick off the season against the super defending Super Bowl champion Los
0: Angeles Rams. You will see it. I think you're going to see another another, t- another Josh
1: Allen. You know, every year he kind of just elevates his game, right? He, he elevates his game year after year after year. Um, Josh Allen's winning the MVP this year, uh, you know, in case you didn't know. So um, that's happening. I think we're going to see something different, man, in his eyes this year. I, I, I just got a feeling it's, it's going to be – it's a, it's a different feel. Out for blood. Out for absolute blood. And, and, and I think that when you have him, and then you and then you pair him with Ken Dorsey, who who we've all heard that uh, and players have been saying that, yo, he is a competitive fireball. He's as fiery as Josh Allen is. You've got those two competitors, and you got that guy running the offense, running the show. Yo, all gas, no breaks. Get ready for that. I, I, I want. And, and this is how we need. We need. We need to make. We need to make a statement
0: this year. Like in the regular season, we didn't really. There wasn't really like, like many statement wins. This year, we're
1: gonna get plenty of opportunities. We need to make a statement. I mean, blowing teams out. That's what I want to see. Complete dominance. Utter dominance like like we dominated the, the the Patriots in the in the in the uh in the wild card playoffs right Dominate. we need to dominate get back to that. that's what I want to see. M comes in again with another super chat M appreciate you so he said M says speed Black over Duke and Taiwan ooh okay I no no here's here let me let me say it like this Black is not going to be over over Duke and Taiwan. I think Blackshear is a prime practice squad candidate. I think Blackshear is going to be on the practice squad, okay? Tywan Jones is our special teams ace. He's a veteran. He's a core special teamer, okay? He's not going anywhere. Duke Johnson, however, is going to be the guy that he has not have to worry about Blackshear, who he has to worry about is James Cook, okay? Because James Cook and Duke Johnson, they have similar skill sets. You know what I'm saying? So that's who he has to look out for. Is Duke Johnson going to make the roster? Because they've been saying that even Zach Moss, you know, has been looking pretty good too. So, you know, Motor's a guy, James Cook draft pick, Zach Moss coming back looking good. Duke Johnson could be he could be on this. You know, what I'm saying he could be on the outside looking in. I don't know. We'll see. But yo, so I think this team. I, I think Buffalo Bills, ladies and gentlemen, are. I think this guy. I think they're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna dominate, man. This is where I get that sense, right? I get, I get that sense that this team is going to really put on the gas, man. I, I, I think so, and I think it's gonna be finally. Um, I, I think we're gonna see a consistent effort from both sides of the ball, defense and offense. But here's here here here's 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 a tipping point, or here or here's where I think. Um, it kind of um, makes us even better because we have the number one defense last year. But our defense, I think, is, are going to be so dominant. So incredible. Like, like last year, we, we were like shutting people down in the air, right? But this year, this year, I think it's not just going to be in the air, but I think it's going to be in the ground. I, th- I think it's going to be, th- that defensive that defensive line is really going to make the difference. Really going to make the difference this year. Um, we know we struggled against the run game, you know, quite a bit against some teams. I think the defensive line with Daquan Jones and Tim Settle shutting that mess down, all the way down, shut it all the way down. And teams ain't running on us no more. This, this is not happening. As long as those guys are may, are, are able to stay healthy, that's not happening. They're, they, they're not running on us. Okay. But then, yo, we are going to be so, we're, so, we are so well rounded on defense and on the defensive line, so versatile, right? But so incredibly balanced. Teams want to try to, like case in point, teams like the Tennessee Titans, right? Those teams who are just the ground and pound teams with with Derrick Henry and, and the power offensive line and the power ta- attack. We're going to be able to match them. Mono y mono. You got beef on beef, baby. You got... You got Daquan Jones pushing well over three bills and then Tim Settle, we want to go jumbo package. Then you're not running on those guys. The Colts, you're not running on us anymore. But then on top of that, we're going to be able to put pass rush in waves now with Vaughn Miller leading the, lead, leading the charge. Greg Rousseau, I think is going to have another very good year. You're going to see him uh, uh, kind of starting to develop and, and kind of grow into himself. Boogie Basham is a guy that I am so looking forward to this year. The way he came off the edge and bent that corner last week against the Colts, did that little that little rip move, you know what I'm saying, to that right tackle and came in with a strip sack. Yo, I was like, oh my gosh, look at look at look at my man Boogie. My man Boogie was getting it, so you got him. A.J. Epinesa, hopefully, you know what I'm saying, he can make a step. This He needs to. (laughs) He needs to, or else he's going to be cut. You know what I'm saying? Um, So, and then interior, Ed Oliver. I said it before, I've said it once, I'll say it again. Ed Oliver is going to have a fantastic season. He is going to have double-digit sacks this year for the first time in his career. I said it. It's already been an on-my-mama take. I think he's going to do it this year because of the talent around him now, Right? You've got big dogs beside him. You've got Tim Settle. You got Daquan Jones. Those guys are going to be getting double teams. If you got a man like freaking Tim Settle pushing all pro guards like Quentin Nelson into their quarterback's lap, you don't think that, you don't think that my man Ed Oliver's going to be able to get by his Yo, he's going to have so many one-on-one opportunities. He's going to be, it's going to be ridiculous. Jordan Phillips coming back, dominating again. Yo, Martin, absolutely. Yo, the boogeyman. It is going to be that it's, – it's going to – the defense, in my opinion, is what's going to just, just tip us over. We were number one last year, but the defense is going to be better this year. Even though we may not make, be the number one in total defense, I think the defensive line is going to be incredible, putting tons of pressure on opposing quarterbacks. Matthew Stafford is going to be running for his life. Okay? He's going to be running for his life. He's going to be running for his life. This is going to happen. You don't think Von Miller's gonna be ready to, to 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 go after Matt Stafford? He is gonna be a man on fire, okay, against Matt Stafford and and, and his uh his former team and the Rams. He's gonna Matt Stafford is gonna be better look out. Look out. And then we go week week two against the Titans and then Ryan Tannehill. I'm not worried about him. Tua week three. I look. It's going to be good, man. It it is going. Bill's Mafia. Bill's Mafia. Brace yourselves. Brace yourselves. Put your seatbelts on, right? Strap in for the long haul. It is going to be an exciting ride this year. An exciting ride this year because we have an incredible team. An incredible team. But like M said again, coming in with another super chat. It's more than a team that Brandon
0: Bean has built. He's formed a family, that's why we're number one. Couldn't have said it any better myself. This team is so unique. They are tied to
1: the hip, joint at the hip. They're like this, they're family. You see it, we hear it all the time just the camaraderie that these guys have, the joking that they do with each other. Yeah, it's, it's different, man. And kudos to Brandon Bean for bringing in the talent, but not just the talent, but the people with the character, right? And then Sean McDermott for just building this, just building the character of his team, right? And Building the, the team like it is a family, man. We are Bill's mafia through and through. And so fanatics. You guys, do, do me this favor. Do me this favor, man. This is what I want you guys to do. This is what I want you all to
0: do, okay? As As we are wrapping this thing up, I told you, get ready. If you're not ready,
1: get ready right now. Get ready right now because it is going to be an incredible season. It's gonna be fun, it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be some bumpy roads, right? I mean, we're gonna be it's gonna be like a roller coaster, some ups and some downs, some low moments, some high moments. You know what I'm saying? But but strap in and enjoy it. Strap in and enjoy it because this team, when it's all said and done, this team, no doubt. No doubt is gonna bounce back. And not only are they gonna bounce back, they're gonna be even better and better than ever. Better than ever. I fully believe it. I've got this sense. I don't, I don't know. I just got this this sense, yo, know, that, 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 that this team, yo, know, is not just destined for greatness, but that this team, this could be our year.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like, this could very well be our year. All right? So get ready. Get ready for it. But until we
1: enter the regular season, until we get there, which is just around the corner, ladies and gentlemen,
0: right? It's just around the corner. Until we get there. Oh, okay. Thank you, RJ. Thank you, man, because yo, I was
1: I was kind of on the fence right there a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You kind of you called me out and you brought me back. You brought me back. RJ says, nah, man. Yo, this is our year. Jerry. RJ. RJ. Let's bring it, baby. Come on. There we go. Appreciate that. See, I said, yo, let's bring it home, Buffalo. This is it. This is there we go. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, Fanatics. Come on in here. Amberlin, yo said, go, Bills. Jason Humber, we winning it. We winning it all this year we winning this thing. This is a year, baby. RJ, got you, brother. Appreciate that, my man. Yo. We are winning this thing this year. There we go, man. You got, you got me revved up again. Here we go, man. Now, now we back, baby. Now we're back. Get ready for this. Get ready for this ride. Get ready for the ride. Get ready for it. Teams, beware. Rams, beware. Titans, beware. Dolphins, beware. All of you all who are facing the Bills this year, you get ready for this because the Buffalo Bills ain't playing. The Buffalo Bills are coming all the way back. Josh Allen ain't forgotten nothing. He's coming for you. Chiefs, we will be back. We'll see you again. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it is going down. It is going down. Yo, and you know what else is going down? My man Matt Samuel won six with the super chat coming through. It says, yo, Rousseau is going to be throwing right tackles into tables or into the waiting
0: arms of Von Miller. That's right. Matt, no doubt about it. This is a year. Oh
1: man, mafia, I love you guys so very much. You guys, there there we go. Now we talking, here it is, here it is. No, I didn't Domo, no I didn't baby, no I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. This is a year. It's a mafia ones, you're a mafia always, always a mafia, no doubt. No way at the mafia
0: family, absolutely. We will go, Bobby Kamas. we will go 13 to 4 and win the Super Bowl. That's my guess, Bobby.
1: I hope you're right. I hope you're right, man. I believe it, baby. I believe it. It starts with one. There we go. It starts with one. One team, one focus. Man, y'all better come through as we close out the show. Come
0: on, chat. There we go. That's what I'm talking about, Vonfield. This is what I'm talking about. Oh man. You guys are incredible. You guys are incredible. <laughs> I do him, say, hey, "Yo, Rev got
1: some hyped. You almost started cussing again." No, I didn't, man. Oh, I, did. I got hyped. I got revved up. I'm saying, I had to bite my lips a little. You know what I'm saying? I had to do one of those. I had to do one of those. But yo, let's end this. This end this right now. Drop your drop drop your season, Drop your record predictions. Drop them right now. Drop them right now. I already had 13-4. I got my man, yo, G-Vong said, Tom seventeen 17-0. What about the other three games? We're going 17-0, no, baby. We might as well go 20-0. No. Count it. Come on. Come on. My man, yo, Tom comes in and says, yo, after 55 years of being a Bills fan, I am ready. Tom, yo, we are ready, too. We are ready, to. Yo, 22-0, bullish. Bill. Yo, there we go, baby. There we go. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. We waited. Yeah, fifteen and two. RC three. 15 and two. Ricky Gray's. Oh my gosh, yo, 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 <laughs> Riser, sixteen and one. Yo, Tom Hart. Yo, Tom Hart. Hart. Yo, eighteen and two. Eighteen and two. Amberlynn coming in fifteen and two. Fourteen and three from my man RJ. Probably losing to the Ravens,
0: Ravens Titans, Pats one time. We ain't losing to the Patriots. It's not happening. No way, Jose. But you know, you never know. Oh man. Night's Bobby Glean, 19 and 0. There you
1: go, baby. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be Bill's mafia if it wasn't for some incredible record predictions. If there was not some in, some excitement that that's palpable, that you can taste, that's tangible. I can can you taste that? It's in the air, ladies and gentlemen. It is in the air air the excitement is building anticipation is building we're about to erupt the the regular season is around the corner Bills got a game this Saturday check it out against the against the against the Broncos but man
0: oh man I was looking at my calendar today trying to take care of some business and I looked up and I'm like yo kickoff is what two weeks away are we that close are we that close?
1: I was like, yo, my gosh, man. I am like, it's there. It is there. Thursday night is going to be off the chart. It's going to be, I'm gonna, I'm, we're going to be lit, man. It's going to be ridiculous. So there we go. Bills Mafia, Buffalo Fanatics. There, oh, all right, all right. Matt716, hey, hey. hey. There we go. Hey, man, look. Y'all want to start the Bills. If y'all want to do it, let's do it. The Bills make me wanna. Come on, baby. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, man. Yo. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. And I'm excited to be here with you all. As always, so incredibly excited to be with you all. Week in, week out. Salute to you all. Like, my man, your Matt 716, 13-4, number one seed and Super Bowl championship. Can you imagine... And I'm sorry, I'm going off on a, on a tangent here, but these, you know, I get these random thoughts. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to close out the show, guys. All right. Can you imagine
0: what it's going to be like when the Buffalo Bills hoist up the Lombardi trophy? Oh, my gosh.
1: I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of people, you know, like my man Tom Hartley, who's, you know, Hartle, who said, you know, he's, you know like he's, he's been a fan for 55 years, man, 55 years. We've got so many fans who've been, who've been watching this team, diehards, hardcore fans for ages, right? And then we've got a, a, a new generation of fans who, 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 who know nothing about the 90s Bills and, how, and how, how it felt to be that winning team, even though we lost four Super Bowls. So we've got this, these, these drought babies who just all they knew
0: was just the drought. Bills Mafia when we win oh, you're going to see your boy with some tears there's no doubt about it it
1: will be legendary it will be legendary absolutely it will be legendary it's going to be incredible i i can't even find the words right now to to articulate or to to describe what i'm going to how it's going to feel um there's definitely going to be some tears the excitement is going to be, oh, it's going to be ridiculous.
0: But one thing, you, one thing, one thing you can be sure of: Josh Allen ain't going to be looking like this. Josh ain't going to be looking like that no more. Right? He's not going to have that face.
1: We're not going to see Diggs standing, looking at somebody else. You know, uh, as they as they win the uh, the AFC Championship game, going into the Super Bowl standing by
0: himself with his hands on his, on his, on his hips, just in disbelief. We're not going to see that anymore. This is a team. And this is our year. So, Bill's Mafia, let's get ready. Strap in. Because it's going to be a long ride. But it's going to be fun. All right, it's gonna be fun until next time, baby. Until next time,
1: let me play my music. There we go. You guys be good to each other. You guys be good to each other. Show some love to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Stay tuned for the rest of the week because we're gonna be off tomorrow. But my man Rico is coming through. If I'm not mistaken, Rico Report Friday. Right, you can have the BF Riders Club Saturday as we kick off the pregame show against the Denver Broncos coming into town. We got Bills football for the next several weeks. It is gonna be oh so good. Oh so good. I can't wait for it. I'm excited about it, baby. I'm excited about it. But let's go! Let's go! Hey, hey! hey. You know what I'm saying? But until next time, baby, grace and peace. Grace and peace. You know your man Rev loves you so very much. Y'all be easy. Be good with one another. God bless. Go Bills.